And welcome back to a fresh episode of the Business Growth Show. I'm your host, Sam Dunning, co-owner over at webchoiceuk.com. And if you haven't yet, check out my weekly email where I share actionable B2B marketing and website tips, useful podcasts, free goodies, resources, and more to kick off your week with a bang. Why not give it a try over at businessgrowth.emails. So joining me today, I've got Daniel Incandela. Daniel's the CMO over at ReachDesk. Daniel, welcome to the show. How are you doing, sir? Hello, Sam. Thanks so much for having me. That was a very impressive introduction. <laughs> Cheers, man. Appreciate it. Usually have a, a Pepsi or something like that to, to hype me up just before we hit record. So I need that little sugar burst to, to get it going. We're going to be talking all about how everyone tuning in, listening, can market themselves, market their business, market their brand as an authentic company today. So first and foremost, Daniel, what does being authentic as a, as a company, as a brand really mean? Hmm. I think no matter how you think about a brand, B2C, B2B, and so on, it's, it's still the people behind that. Mm. Uh, and especially in B2B. We're, we are marketing directly to humans and it's about human relationships. So the way I think about it is that how do you bring in some humanness, some of the company culture into the way that you're marketing? So you can give prospects, customers, partners, and so on a glimpse into what the company is really like. And, and that right. to me is, is the most meaningful type of, of marketing you can do. Gotcha. Gotcha. So bringing, yeah, like you say, B2C, B2B, at the end of the day, there's we're, we're all marketing to humans. We're all trying to to do business with with other prospects, other people. Um, as many as there are B2B companies out there that seem to forget that and love the, love the corporate mumbo jumbo that I often ramble on about on LinkedIn um, yep. when it comes to using jargon, when it comes to actually not realizing who your prospects are, who the customers are you're talking to. Um, so with that said, how do we... What are some ideas around switching if we think that our, our marketing is not actually resonating with humans um, and with our target prospects? What are some of the things that you like to recommend to actually make sure our marketing is authentic and is relatable to the people we want to attract? You know, I, I think it goes back to the people behind the brand and, and that starts with your colleagues. Uh, right. I've been at, reached us now for, for almost 10 months. I joined them specifically for the, the humans that work here and, and the culture that they have built. That is the most important thing to me professionally is to work with, with good human beings around something that we all believe in. That was evident to me. So the, the marketing we do at ReachDesk has to capture what, what the employees stand for um, as individuals, but also how it ties into the company vision uh, values and so on. So it starts there, from my opinion. If, if you're not capturing the voice of the company in your marketing, I think it's a big miss. And and the other thing to consider is that I view all of my colleagues at ReachDesk as as ambassadors for the brand to begin with. So if we're not bringing them along on this journey as as we build a company, as we build a brand, and so on, then that's a huge mistake. So step one for me is always look at things internally to ensure that right. you're capturing what the company stands for. 
and then align that with how you're you're going to market to to try and sell the company, the products, and so on. Gotcha. Yeah, and I want to dive deeper into how this actually affects your go-to-market strategy and how this can then tie into to driving revenue for your business shortly. Um, what are some good ways, in your opinion, Daniel, to actually understand how to how do we go about capturing the values of our company? How you talk to people. That has to be part of it. Um, you know, our vision at ReachDesk is that every business is loved by their customers, employees, and the planet. And so that to me is is a, a pretty deep vision because it transcends a pipeline number or quarterly goals, goes beyond profits. Right. Uh, we are trying to use what we're doing as a company and, and I get to market gift giving, which is about as good as it gets, but we're really talking about how do we use gifting to build deeper human connections, create meaningful relationships. But along the same way, how do we do things like guarantee the success of our product? How do we ensure that we are operating in a way that is not damaging the planet? And when you think about that as, as a vision, to me, that is something pretty powerful. And my, my enviable task here is I get to market that, which is which is a huge challenge, but in the same way, it's about as authentic as get, as it gets, because ultimately we're trying to be a really good company that takes care of our customers, the planet, uh, and ensures people are successful. So that's what I am trying to capture. And and every company you go into is going to have some form of vision and values that align to something that goes beyond just a tagline or this B two B jargon that you mentioned at the beginning that is so annoying. Let's just talk like human beings in a way that people can understand that ultimately is about building a relationship. And if you're trying to get too clever or crafty with the message, it's never going to work. Just be authentic. Yeah. 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 I love love the idea of being clear and, and straightforward. Now, in terms of actually putting together your brand value, so you said talk to your team, talk to your colleagues. Should it be mostly geared around them and our own staff, our own team, or how much of a split should it be between that, what our own goals for the company are, our colleagues, our team, and then also our, our customers, i.e. what they want out of, out of the business, out of the relationship? Is there like a split we, we take? Or Yeah, I, I look at it as the, the internal exercise of, you know, it, it, it's often occurred where there may be a, an internal cross-departmental working group that is defining values and, and cultural aspects. Hmm. That's fine. I think that's where it needs to start because it's, it's essentially defining the DNA of the company. But what's most important, and I think is paramount here, is, is it's about the customer. Uh, without the customers, we are not a company. We yep. don't get to tell even, even greater stories because that's what we're trying to help the customers do is, is be the heroes on their own journeys. Um, we want them to build really strong connections uh, in their own businesses. So it has to be out about the customer. And, and ultimately, if you're defining the DNA of the company, then that is going to be your secret weapon in appealing to the customer because the customer still wants to do business with good people. They want to have a connection with with the salesperson or someone in customer success and so on. Yeah. Because as, as remote as we get, we still want to have that human connection and it's about the culture that we're building. 
So it is a mixture of certainly defining the internal DNA, but it has to align to what the customer needs and wants and so on. Mm, love that. I love the the line, you make your customer your hero. I don't know if that was, or the hero, I don't know if that was originally from the book, but there's a book called Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. Yes. Where that's where I learned about it when I read that a few years back when it was recommended to me. Such a great book for for all, all kinds of things on marketing, your website, your messaging, your headline. It really makes yep. you feel that, Everything shouldn't be geared towards yourself, but kind of what the value you can bring to, to to your prospects, to your potential customers, to your buyers. So you're really focusing on what do they care about, quickly show them kind of the value prop you bring to the table and really understand kind of what's key for them. Because ultimately they're yeah. the one buying your stuff, not your not yourself. Um, so it's a really, really good book for, for that side of things. Yeah, I love that book too. And I, I totally stole it from that. And also Joseph Campbell and any Star okay. Wars movie. It's all about yeah. the hero. Uh, yeah 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 so with that in mind have you got any tips for how you can actually or how your teams extracted those that intel um around kind of making your customer the hero what your customer actually cares about and then kind of getting that intel from your customers how you go about it and then how you leverage that in your brand values well i'm fortunate to work at a company that i think was born out of solving some of these issues for the customer and by founders that had experienced the exact same pains. Right. So I think we, we got off to a head start, but, but what I do frequently in marketing web, whether it's a branding exercise, entirely new messaging, even uh, bigger campaigns is to gather feedback and mm-hmm. focus groups. And that can be from internal audiences, which is important, but always needs to include uh, external input. So, often get feedback directly from customers on on things we are thinking about, whether it's informal of just email or Zoom or through our customer advisory board so that we're consistently thinking about the the customer as we're developing things and getting real-time feedback. Um, But you can also get that from partners and analysts and so on. So I think it's it's helpful to consistently ask for feedback and then... You know, I'm fortunate that I also get to, to lead our sales development team for outbound and inbound, and they are on the front lines every day discovering if our messaging, if our approach to branding, our content, and so on is resonating. So getting feedback from those in audiences that are actually pitching and getting live feedback is, is sort of a, a live five-day-a-week uh, focus group for, for marketers, too, and that's a really important thing to capture because otherwise... My fear is that I, I end up falling in love with the wrong message and, yep. and lose sight Easily of what done. really matters. And I, I see that across lots of software companies where it's clear that they yeah. they, they love the, the wordsmithing that they've come up with, but it's not sticking. And so I, I try to never take that part for granted. It's so important, right? I mean, like you say, B2B software tech companies are often guilty of it, as well as many other B2B verticals just... You, you go on their website, for an example, you, you maybe flick onto their homepage or a couple landing pages, you look at their headlines, you kind of think, well, there's a lot of tech jargon here. It looks like they really understand what they do well, but I'm not too sure of the value they can bring to the table or the problem they're going to solve for me. And you kind of spend a couple of minutes on these sites and you're still none the better or none the mm-hmm. wiser rather for how they're going to help you or if they're actually a good fit for, for your business or your company. So yeah, working off, off feedback from customers is of course so so important to make sure your message is resonating 
understand the problems that you're solving, understand the problems your customers care about solving and their frustrations. So then you can, of course, make an impact with your outbound motion or your marketing messaging or whatever ways you're looking to leverage it. Yeah, really, really good point. Chili Piper is an advanced scheduling solution for B2B revenue teams. Rather than listen to me ramble on, here's a super happy customer describing how Chili Piper has revolutionized the way they work. Chili Piper as a tool has just become part of our fabric. It's our meeting booking system for our prospects. And you'll be pleased to hear it just does it. It's like the ideal piece of software which you don't have to babysit. It just does what it needs to do. My SDR team like using it as well. The main bulk of their role is outbound prospecting, which they use Chili Piper to book book those meetings. Ultimately, they are booking meetings for the account executive. Their handoff is working you know, really well. You just heard there how Chili Piper can free up resources and turbocharge your productivity. Book your free demo today over at chilipiper.com slash BGS. That's C-H-I-L-I-P-I percom slash BGS, chilipiper.com slash BGS. Are you tired of the competition stealing your potential clients and website traffic just because they rank higher than you on Google for the main services or products you offer? Or maybe you're already investing in SEO or marketing, but your website's failing to convert your hard-earned visitors into a steady flow of qualified sales leads. Or perhaps... You already work with a web or SEO agency, but they're just not getting you the results they promised. Let's fix that. Get in touch with us over at webchoiceuk.com. That's webchoiceuk.com. Mention the podcast and set up a call with Sam to see if we can help you with the results today. Now, when it comes to when it comes to um, brand guarantees, and when it comes to your company values, well, company values first of all before we go into brand guarantees. When it comes to company values, how do we actually use these? Like when it when I think of it in my uh, in my head, I kind of think, oh, it might be some some messaging on your website, or maybe utilized in some ads, and maybe a branding kit, and maybe some promotional material. Is that right, or is is there a lot more to it than that? Uh, it, it should be a lot more to it. The, the amount of times, you know, one of the, the measurements I used when interviewing and ultimately picking reach desk was did the values that they have on their website, which essentially almost every B2B company has them on their website somewhere. Do those values align with how people operate and behave and, and treat? And uh, I was fortunate in that reach desk really it really is in their DNA. And, and our values are, are pretty simple. One is to deliver happiness. The other is to win as a team. The other one is be bold, learn fast, get things done. And the other one is treat people like people. That is appropriate for all internal projects, but also how we would work with a prospect, a partner, a customer, an investor, an analyst. Right. Um, and so that that becomes, you know, I mentioned sort of this internal DNA earlier. This becomes the DNA of how we act. Deliver happiness is about gift giving. And gift giving is one of the, the oldest things that is 
occurred in human history. It's something that every culture does across this entire planet. And we believe that gifting will not only produce business results for you, but it delivers happiness. It builds really strong and meaningful relationships. And it's a nice surprise in someone's day. When as a team is that we are, we are here for one another, but we're here specifically for our customer to make them the heroes. Um, be bold and learn fast is about innovating. And that's entirely for our customer. And then treat people like people, which is seems like such a simple thing. But if it goes, if we go back to our vision, um, it is about treating humans like humans. And if we think about the vision again, every business is loved by the customers, employees in the planet. I think those values align directly to the vision. But then when we think about some things that we've rolled out this year, things like brand guarantees that we make to our customers, right? our, our focus on sustainability, um, even the product innovation where we are building out greater insights so that anyone sending a gift can track, measure, and show the ROI and the power of gifting. Um, this is when we start operating as our value state and also start showing an intentionally authentic and human approach to business that is beyond just profits. But the fact is we really do want our customers to be heroes and we are willing to show that in the way that we act um, and show transparency. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like these values really reflect on almost all parts of the business from internal to external to your customers. Um, so all different bits and pieces of the, of the puzzle when it comes to, when it comes to business, when it comes to marketing. Yep. And the, and the trick is like, if, if you look at any company values, they will align in that way. It, it, it's not much as a stretch to make them fit in the business. It's whether the team, the internal team is, is honoring that and being intentional on in how they integrate that into to what's going to, to market. And on the marketing side, we take this very seriously because um, we all believe that the best type of marketing is, is, is authentic and, and has meaning. Gotcha. So what exactly are brand guarantees with that said, Daniel? You mentioned them just now. What what do they mean? Um, we have we have three and we're continually looking at these to 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 expand, but um, the first one is we we offer guarantees specifically on return on investment. And and that is we guarantee a five X ROI on, on pipeline generated. By, by using our product. That, that's the first one. Um, the second one is that we have a marketplace guarantee. So a marketplace is kind of our app store for gifts where you can go in and pick stuff from all over the world. And um, if someone can purchase the same gift uh, from the same supplier at a lower price, we will refund the difference. And that is because we want people to have a very straightforward um, easy experience in picking a gift with us and we're not going to try and make money off of them. And then the final one is a, is a refund guarantee. And, and the fact is we'll return unused customer funded credit when, when the contract ends. And the reason we did this is because one, we have that much confidence in the product and the power of gifting. I mentioned the investment in insights and analytics. So we have the data to back this up. And so, um, we want the customer, the prospect and partner to, to know that we are 100% confident in what we can offer them to make them look like heroes and also show the ROI. Because gifting, 
or direct mail is not a nice to have. It is an essential channel to anyone trying to market. And that could be anything from generating pipeline, um, also tied to uh, customer satisfaction and renewals. Could be used to accelerate the, the sales cycle and is also about taking care of your employees. So internal gifting, um, which can affect uh, MPS scores internally and, and employee retention. So we think that gifting is something much bigger than it currently is. And we wanted to showcase these guarantees as a way of establishing not just the trust with the customer, but show them we're fully confident in what we do. Yeah. 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 I mean, it sounds like ReachDesk, we've got some some pretty strong ones when it comes to the guarantees that you offer your customers. Do you think this is something that's important that all companies provide? Do you think companies can can go along with without offering these kind of things to prospects, to buyers? What do you think it's really important for revenue growth? Um, that's a good question. I think it can take many forms. I, I, I do think that companies deserve to be, they should be more transparent with customers, especially around product capabilities and what it can do for them. Uh, this is not going to work. For, for a lot of companies, you know, it, I, I'm fortunate to work at a place where um, the CEO and the co-founders are committed to being this type of company. But I think this is rare. We we are as much focused on on growing as a company as we are as being authentic and kind and, and thoughtful. It's not always the case. So it works absolutely for ReachDesk. It's not going to work at other companies. Gotcha. And so we've covered quite a bit, Daniel, in terms of kind of how you can capture the values of your company, how you can go about doing that, what the company values actually look like and how they can be useful and brand guarantees. But how can these then be utilized in your go-to-market strategy? We... uh... So, so more specifically around the guarantees, we are we are using them as part of our our paid strategy to drive inbound interest. So we are we are running ads, uh, touting our RI guarantee as, as a way of generating pipeline. Um, our sales development team and sales team are using brand guarantees. Are focused on sustainability in any conversations with prospects and, and customers as a way of uh, building connection and also establishing value. We integrate it into the content that we are writing. Um, we work with our PR team to ensure that we're getting the message out. And in our space, we also wanna be seen as, as innovators and, and trailblazers. So in, in our space, which has a number of competitors. We're choosing to be the leaders in, in things like transparency, uh, the guarantees, sustainability, and so on. And, and and that becomes a pretty powerful message, whether it's being used for ads or on social or PR or blog posts and so on, because um, we want our customers to want to work with us because of the steps we're taking that go beyond just trying to get their business. We're trying to show them too that it's a company filled with 
wonderfully caring humans that that care about customers, the planet, and and, and being kind. And and that to me is is such an honor to be able to market that type of stuff. Yeah. And have you found taking this approach has had quite a positive impact on the company's revenue? Um, I would say the we're still tracking that. We we debuted this in, in Q2 and we're just about to end Q3. Um, early indicators are, yes, it, it is having an impact. And despite um, what has been a very odd year when it comes to war and the economy, potential recession, oil prices and all of that stuff, we're, we're having a really healthy year. So I would say that it is, early indicators is that it is, it is working, um, but I think it can actually do more. We're, we're still a young company that is figuring out stuff. So I'm actually excited to see what this can do for Q4 and also next year. Yeah, good to hear. And in terms of these things that we've discussed, Daniel, around being an authentic company, around having brand company values, how often do these things need to be reviewed? Is it something you review every six months, every year, every few years, or what's the process? Uh, I, I align this similarly to just company messaging. And okay. my, my experience is that you end up doing company messaging at least twice a year. You get it done, you love it, and then you find yourself six months later changing it because that's just <laughs> that's our industry. B two B and and tech and software moves very fast. Sure does, yeah. You have to evolve with it, and if your message isn't on point, then you're going to miss out. So, this is something that we'll continue to look at. It's you know, it's something that I talk to uh, our co-founder and CRO Alex Ali um, a lot with uh, these types of things, and. We're also not we're not done investing in, in the brand side of things for Reach Desk. I think we've done a great job on the messaging, these guarantees and some of the other stuff, but um, we're just getting started on the brand side. So I'm really excited about that, but we can't do that with all the, without all the things we've discussed and ensuring that it is evolving as as our customers do. Nice one. Daniel, look, really appreciate the conversation, sir. Thanks very much for, for coming on the show and sharing valuable insights, tips and, and how-tos when it comes to marketing as an authentic company, as an authentic brand. So with that said, please do tell us more about how everyone tuning in can connect with you, learn more and anything you'd like to direct our audience to. All right. Well, um, thanks again for having me. This was this was a lot of fun. Uh, I work for ReachDesk. So if you go to reachdesk.com, you can learn more about that and then you can find me on the interwebs, if you just search Daniel Incandela. Thanks very much for having me. No worries at all. We'll put all of those links over on the show notes at businessgrowth.marketing. And if you enjoyed today's episode, a quick rating on your audio podcast channel or subscribe on YouTube goes a long way. And with that, we should catch you on the next episode for more No BS, actionable B2B marketing tips and insights. Cheers for tuning in.